This is episode four of Albuquerque Startups, a podcast that I started to help share good stories out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And in this episode, we had an opportunity to chat with David Myers, who was an Albuquerque firefighter and also a band member of Light and Shadow. I hope that you enjoy this episode. In this episode, we have a, a conversation of how he's adapting to um, the current world emergency and using music to adapt. Uh, we also talk about um, our mutual love for the city of Albuquerque. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, David. Hi. Can you hear me good? I, I can. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. So you're on you're on my episode four of my Oh wow, no kidding. Of my podcast. Thank you so much for thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me. Yeah, you bet. My pleasure. I I'm sure that um your days have changed. You are um a first responder now. <laughs> I am, right? yes. Yes. I work for the uh fire department, so it's it's definitely keeping me busy. <laughs> and and your family, how is your family doing, David? They're good. My my son, my oldest son is at work and then my oldest daughter, she's she's too cool for school, so she's in her room and then my youngest daughters are playing with their friends and my wife's not feeling too well so oh but all things considered we're good good especially with with everything going on you know absolutely it's um it changes by the day yeah yeah it's so dynamic it's crazy how are you doing uh it's it was tough at the beginning because we because my my father had an an accident at work and then it kind of, so I just kind of, that took like 100% of my focus. It just kind of put everything into perspective and like what's truly important. Right. That makes sense. Of course. I kind of, it was, it was eye opening for sure. So I, my focus was just on that. And, um, but it's, it's, it's tough. This is tough times. And that's why I wanted to create this podcast because I wanted to, you know, showcase some positive folks that I'm connected to. I've, I've, I've followed you on Twitter. I've seen you tweet recently. Um, I know that music means a lot to you. It means a lot to your family. And I just wanted to be able to share um, just in, you know, stories of inspiration, stories of how, how we can, you know, get through this together. Right, right. And that's the key word there is together. You know, I think I think one of the things we're learning, and isn't it always something tragic that has to take place in order for us to learn those kinds of lessons, which is a sad reality. It's sad. Um, um but you know, we're 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 slowly realizing that, you know, rugged individualism is not the answer. And it never has been, you know. Yeah. Um, we're all in this together and there's, there's no, you know, that old adage that's, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. So what if you don't have any boots? <laughs> yeah. You know, how does that work? What and if so, you don't have the resources? Exactly. Exactly. And so I think that understanding that and, uh, and just looking out for one another and taking care of one another, you know, despite our, our differences, um, 
because we're so different. You know, people have so many ideas and agendas and biases and beliefs and, and all kinds of things that, you know, that we, we, we think that they're big deals, but like when it, when push comes to shove and mm -hmm. we're on our deathbed, you know, those aren't the things that matter. Those aren't the things that we bring up. Oh, I should have been tougher on him, you know? All right. I should have had less forgiveness for her or whatever. You know what I mean? Those aren't the things that we, we glom onto when we're faced with death or whatever, you know, we're always like, Oh, I should have been more merciful. Oh, I should have made better decisions. You know what I mean? The things like that. Yeah. And so I think that tough times that we're in now with this, this COVID-19 thing um, is, is horrible. It's tragic. It's awful, but it's also an opportunity to, uh, to showcase you know, our humanity, <laughs> you know, absolutely. And just be there for one another. It's, it's, why can't we help each other? Right. Why we should be able to help each other. Right. But we just, we create those differences, you know, and we, and we think there's, oh, they're so monumental and we'll never get past them or whatever. And yeah. they're just, they're just not that important when, when it's all said and done. So. Yeah. So were, um, did your shift just, uh, just end? Yeah, I got off this morning. I go back tomorrow. So my, so basically I, I'm in the fire marshal's office now and okay. they, they pulled me from the fire marshal's office to run strictly COVID-19 calls. And so they switched my schedule around. Um, so now I work at 24, I'm off at 24 and then I work at 24 and then I'm off a few days. And then the cycle just continues. So, well, thank you for thank you for what you're doing for our community. It's um, you. You're essential. You know, we we appreciate you. Oh. I, um, your family. I'm sure your family appreciates you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's, that takes a lot, a lot of courage to do what you do. And, you know, we, we need people like you in our community. Well, and that's, that's the thing too. Like, um, you know, we're in this together. And then I, you know, we use that phrase a lot, especially now. And uh, it's so true in the fire department because, you know, as a firefighter, you don't do anything alone. There's no, uh, you go that way, I'll go this way kind of thing. It's all, it's nothing but teamwork. And, uh, you know, I think that that's key. You know, we're, we're different from the police. The police do that. We don't, we, mm -hmm. we always work in teams and we always work with teamwork. And so I think that for me, at least, you know, when, if you surround yourself with people who are better than you, it makes you that much better. You know what I mean? And oh, I'm a firm believer yeah, in that. For sure. And so I think that, you know, the men and women that I serve with, um, and, at Albuquerque Fire Rescue are, are top-notch. I mean, I've traveled around the country and I've talked to numerous um, stations and fire departments and, and, and uh, other firefighters around the city. And Albuquerque has one of the best. And I'm not saying that because I work for them. It's absolutely true. It's, it's no wonder we're a class um, one ISO rating. And uh, we, just, we just do things so well on fire scenes, on uh, medical scenes, on you name it, you know, somebody codes or whatever. Um, yes. We just, we just work together well, very well. So. 
thank you. Thank you for, let's do a shout out to them and definitely show our appreciation to, to every, to all those first responders. Absolutely. And, and, and that also goes for, um, you know, obviously fire, cause I work for the fire department, but our men and women in uniform, uh, for the police, um, yes. our, our nurses, our doctors right now, you know, they're, they're killing it. Our, our teachers, you know, they're having, Teacher. they're having to re yes. redo how they do everything, you know? And, and I think that it's so, again, everything is so crazy right now and chaotic, but if you kind of take a step back and, and, you know, Mr. Rogers says, look for the helpers, right? Look for the helpers. Oh, I love that. And, and, it, and if you just take a, a step back and look and, and look and see who's doing what and what they're doing and what they're sacrificing and what they're, yes. what they're emphasizing and things like that, it, it turns into a pretty beautiful uh, menagerie of, of support and help and camaraderie, you know? It is just, yeah. it's just really cool to see. It's very inspiring for me at least, because, you know, our job can be tough at times. And so you need each other. We just do. We need that support. We need the support of each other. We need the support of the community or or this doesn't work. You know what I mean? Absolutely. What could, and what could we be, what could we be doing as a community to make your job easier? Um, well, pull, pull to the right and stop. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, I, I, yes. I always obey that law. <laughs> always have. I promise you. Yeah. Um, no, you know what? I'm, I don't really think that there's one thing. Well, you know what? Um, it's this, yeah. Uh, yeah. the support of our community is phenomenal. I mean, we get, we get so much, you know, cards and treats and stuff like sometimes we have to turn it away and be like, Hey, we, we don't have room for this. Like, Thank you. Thank you for the support and thank you for thinking of us. But, you know, there's a there's a homeless shelter down the street. You know, we just don't have the room. Sometimes we have to do that because the support is is so great. You know what I mean? And so we do feel loved. And that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, You know, Albuquerque is, is unique in the sense that it's it's a big, small town, you know. Yes. And, and everybody knows everybody and, and everybody's connected or you're at least one degree of separation kind of thing. Isn't that so true? Totally. That is very true. And so I think you feel that. At least I do. I, I, I love this city. I love this city I do. more than I do. more than any other city. I, and I've been everywhere. Like growing up here, I was like, I yeah. hate this place. This place sucks. And so. I formed a band early on and started traveling the country. And I went to all those cities that I, you know, had this romantic notion about. And I visited those cities and I hung out in those cities and I, and I liked those cities. And I said, but you know what? It's not home. You know, Albuquerque, yeah. Albuquerque, there's just something about it. There's a mystery to it. But even more than the mysterious, you know, like we have an incredible community. We have incredible people here. We have history. That's what it is. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's the people. Totally. It is the people. It's the people. It's the community. It's the, it's the history. It's the culture. It's the diversity. It's the weather. It's the, we don't have hurricanes and tornadoes and, <laughs> you know, no natural disasters. Yeah, there's a simplicity here. You know, it's a slow pace yep. of life. There's really not any traffic like California and things like that. And so there's a lot to be thankful for living here. And, uh, I am, I love this community. I love it you know, too. I do. I didn't, I didn't grow up here, but, um, but I, 
I've been here long, you know, long enough to appreciate everything about it. And, right. um, I always have ever since I've moved here, God, wow. What a great city. This is, you know, so much opportunity. I never have seen, I, I just don't see it's, I mean, I know that there's, you know, we do like every other city, you know, we're faced with challenges. Sure. But every, every, I, yeah. we're a big metropolitan city. We're 29th in the country, you know, and of course we have our problems. Of course, Albuquerque has her problems and it's not that we're, we're ignoring the fact that, that we have those problems. Right. But, um, I think there's, there's a, a disparity between like, like one of the districts I run in, it's, it's pretty run down. It's a rough area. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. but poor doesn't necessarily equate to bad. Does that make sense? And, and I think that we, sometimes we, we blur those lines and we say, well, if they're poor, they're bad, or if they're bad, they're poor or whatever. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, and there's also a district that's really poor, uh, but you go into their houses and they're the cleanest houses you've ever been in because they're like little old abuelitas that, you know, like I would sleep on that couch. This house is so clean kind of, thing. <laughs> but it's, it is the people. It's the people that make this community phenomenal. And it's the people that support the first responders that keep us going. It's the, it's the people. It's always been the people and it, and it will always be the people because without the people, I don't have a job. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I think that there's that synergy of giving back to the people and serving the people who afford you the ability to, uh, to have a a career. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that, there should be some semblance of, of honor and thankfulness and, and all of that stuff. But um, I, yeah, I love this community. Nicely said. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm very wordy. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm glad that you're sharing how you feel about this community. Cause I know a lot of, I know a lot of people feel the same way. Yeah. And I've met a lot of, you know, movers and shakers around the city and you're right. They do feel the same way. And, uh, you know, it's not, you know, she does have her problems and we're trying to mitigate those problems. But like I said, you take a step back and you look at the bigger picture and you notice uh, more nuance. You, you notice more beauty. You know what I mean? Like, like if you go and you stand on a street corner and you look around, you're like, oh, this place sucks. But if you go to the top of the crest and you look at the city, you're like, you're, you're, this is beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, don't stand too close to the painting and notice every mistake of every brushstroke. Take a step back and look at the painting for what it is. You know what I mean? So. Perfect. Nicely (laughs) said. Let's talk, let's talk about music. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So um, the band that, so you were just mentioning that when you toured the country, you were touring with a band. Um, tell me, tell me about your journey through music. So I, I grew up in a pretty musical family. My mom and dad were uh, ministers and they just traveled the country and sang and a billion churches and different places and stuff. And we just, so we just grew up like that. Um, so it, it just kind of runs in the family. My older brother's a bass player and has his own recording studio. My little brother is 
literally the greatest musician I've ever met. And I've met hundreds of them, you know, and I'm not just saying that he literally is. <laughs> oh, he's so what's good. your brother's name? Jesse McDermott. And so early on, we kind of just started a band. I was like seven, 16, 17. And uh, we kind of started it out of our church. And, and that just blossomed into something that was pretty dang cool. We were, we were moderately successful. And, and what I mean by that is we were able to tour the country and play with all these bands and play at all these festivals and all these venues and, and just do it. We were able to tour it. I think there's a stat that says like less than 4% of bands formed ever get to tour. Wow. Yeah. So if you, if you're touring, congratulations, you made it. You, did you made it. it. You did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we, we were able to do that. We were on the radio. We released four records and, uh, We've, we got to, you know, quote unquote, live the dream. Um, the only problem with that is it doesn't necessarily lend itself well to a family, right? So I, I married and I have four kids and touring was just, it was just too hard. And uh, we had to kind of start thinking about other things. But for, and we did the band for about 15 years and it was awesome. And I have no regrets. Um, there's some things that I would have done different, but as far as like, oh, I'm so, you know, I regret we ever did that. I don't have any of that. Um, and so life just happens, you know, life just happens. Mm -hmm. Life, life is hard for no reason at all, but mm -hmm. life is beautiful too. And so it just leads you down certain paths and, you know, we all kind of grew up and we all got married and we all did our thing. We never actually officially broke up. We just kind of stopped playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we got these jobs and these careers. And so last year, well, I'll, I'll back up just a little bit. So I, I still sing and play, but just kind of for me, you know, it's kind of a therapy for, for my job and, and my creative outlet. So I don't, you know, run myself ragged, but I have, we all need something. Exactly. And, it, and that's, what's key. Balance, balance is key. Balance, balance, balance. Mm -hmm. And so I had all these songs written and I was like, wow, you know, these are really good. And like, and if there's anything that I think that I do well, I think that I'm a good lyricist. I think I write good songs. So I'm like really proud of these songs. And I'm like, wow, these are, these are halfway decent. We should do something. So I started making some phone calls to some friends of mine. And basically I ended up forming like a local super group. Like I just kind of handpicked like, some of the best players who are some of my best friends. And I said, Hey, I'm putting this project together. I have all the songs. I'll do everything, you know, just, just come and record with me. And then, you know, we'll see what happens and we'll have fun with it. You know, we're not going to make it where it's like, all right, we're going to form a band and then we're, we're going to, yes. we're going to rehearse four nights a week. And then we're going to play these really stupid bar gigs. And you <laughs> <clears throat> were just going to, Yep. Just have fun. Sometimes the best things happen when you don't plan it, right? When it's just spontaneous or it's like it's you're just doing it because you love to do it. Right. And that was the idea. Just to no burdens. There's no deadline. There's no timeline. Like, let's just see what happens. And Julia, I'm not kidding. When we so we never rehearsed one time, not once. And I don't know if you've heard the record yet, but you can hear a lot of mistakes here and there, but I think that's kind of what gives it life. Um, I think, yep. I think there's only two or three times yep. on the record where we had to redo something. The rest of it was like one take. 
Wow. Yeah, it's it's incredible how how it just came together. It just fell into place. And wow. Yeah, I'm so freaking proud of it. it. It's it's a beautiful project with some of my best friends and some of the best musicians I know. And it just kind of happened, you know, it wasn't like it was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. You know, I think and, and going back to, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are better than you. This is case in point. So, uh, yeah, we just we went into the studio, we went to Rio Grande Studios, which is the most beautiful studio in the city. It's unbelievable. Like there's mojo dripping out of the walls. It's so inspiring in there. Oh, and my buddy, nice. I haven't been. Oh, it's so cool. You need to go. And my buddy, Ken Riley, he he engineered it and uh, mixed it for us. And uh, he's world class, man. And so, yeah, we put this album together and we released it. Well, we were trying to to do like a a listening party, you know, at like a. Yes, uh, I was just about to ask you, are you going to have one well, we, so we can invite every like do like a fate, like a face. Well, I don't know what would be the best, but I think you should definitely do a listening party. So my my original plan was to like go to like Little Bear Coffee or something and rent it out for the, okay. for the evening or something like that. And then just av- invite yeah. a bunch of people. And then kind of introduce the songs and the people who, who made it happen and then just kind of have fun with it. And then all this, you know, COVID-19 yeah, stuff started. I know. I know. And we're like, oh, my gosh. So I released it at a horrible time. But it was like, whatever. well, I know. Well, so that I was seeing your tweets. I'm like, well, David, is, David just released an album. <laughs> and look what happened. But there's still good news that's happening out there. And that's why I wanted to create this podcast. But I'm, because I'm just like determined. I'm like, I know that there are good news. There's good stories that are still happening out yeah. there. And when I saw that you posted that you dropped this album, I'm like super curious. And I listened to it. I'm like, this is beautiful. This is amazing music like how did he create this during this this time <laughs> right like i i wanted that's why i wanted to get you on the phone i'm like inspire us because you know some people are just like we're down right we just you know we just need some can you, you know just some inspiration out there right. and, and that that's what i feel like that's that's what you're doing for your for your listeners for me well i i, I hope so but I, my intention was me like what moves me you know, and, and, and how do I uh, make that relatable? Does that make sense? And yes. so this project was, they're kind of intertwined. There's some lyrics that, that reference other songs, and then that song references another song. Um, but the, the theme is love. Like, they're just a bunch of love songs. You know, getting rid of the ego and the hubris and, and loving one another and, and following that trajectory of what love looks like. What, what does love look like in the abstract and what does love look like in the, uh, in the pragmatic sense, you know? Um, yes. And, and that was my goal because I do, I agree with you 100%. People need hope. And, and we, we, as best we can, we point those people to hope. And I think that love is that trajectory, you know? Absolutely. Yes. And so however we can get people to, to love more, to love better to love harder uh despite our differences despite our wrongdoings despite all of the junk you know because that's essentially where we're going to end up you know it's just taken us forever to get there <laughs> because we think other things are so important but. or or because of what's recent events is that going to get us there sooner 
and it might, and, you know, it, things like this t- tend to wake people up. You know, um, I remember after nine 11, uh, nobody cared about Republican and nobody cared about Democrat. It was like, what do mm-hmm. you need and how can I get it to you? And how can I help you? And that sense of, uh, just servanthood and and lifting one another up. It was beautiful. It didn't last very long, but it was there and it was there for a little Mm -hmm. bit. And so again, I don't wish tragedy on people, but there's some of the most beautiful things come out of tragedy and pain and sorrow and heartache. And so what I tell people a lot is, you know, when you're faced with, with issues and trials and problems, you know, our, our, our first tendency is to try to go around it, right? Or, or, or yes. try to skirt it or um, try to avoid it or try to go it. the other way. And that's the wrong approach, absolute wrong approach, because ignoring your problems, they don't go away. Most of the time they get bigger. I think what we need to be doing is entering into our situation fully, entering into the darkness fully and experiencing that. And then when we come out of it, and we will. We're going to look back and be mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, look what we did. We came out of it. And then when we do, we become more beautiful people, more lovelier people, more empathetic, more sympathetic, you know, because we've learned a lot. We lost a lot. And now we've learned a lot, you know. Now we've learned. Yeah. Yep. And so that was that was the goal for the record is to, is kind of that theme. And I've. I don't think I've ever been prouder of anything I've ever done musically. Um, like I said, it just kind of fell into place. It sonically, it sounds incredible. <laughs> I'm like tooting my own horn here, but <laughs> I'm just really proud of it. And, and I've, I sent it to a few friends and they were like, this is great, man. This is some of the best work I've ever heard you do. And, uh, oh, wow. and I'm, I'm just really happy with it. You know, when you create something, you run the risk of that creation not doing what you thought it ought to be doing, right? And that's good or bad. And mm-hmm. the way this came about, it just completely surprised me um, because I, would, I wouldn't have thought to do things a certain way until, like, my brother played that guitar part. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I wouldn't have never thought to do it like that. But he did, you know? And so just putting, putting yeah. all the different ideas into the music and all that emotion and all that feeling into it, you can feel it, you know, and I think that's what makes it special. And I think that also means that you shouldn't stop creating. Oh, I'm definitely not. Um, our goal for this was to, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to play any shows. We don't want to play a whole lot of shows unless it's like completely worth our time because there's seven of us and we all, we all mm-hmm. have families and jobs and stuff. And there's just, there's just no way. So we're not going to play any shows. Uh, but we are going to make and just continue to put out music, just continue to put out music, you know, single here, single there, single here, single there kind of thing. I already have the next two in line. Good. So. <laughs> Good. And I'm sure that as, as do they. What's that? I, and I'm sure that, um, that they also have a lot of ideas too. Oh yeah. 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 And that's the thing with, with, a, with an artist, you know, when you, when you create something, you're like, oh, we could have done this better or we could have done that. Like I'm my own worst enemy usually, but it takes someone like, you know, Ken, who uh, 
who engineered it to, to kind of rein us in and be like, no, that's money. That's perfect. You know, we don't need nice. to redo that. That's, that's the magic we're looking for kind of thing, you know? Yeah. We're our own biggest to- critics, totally. right? And, and I'm, I'm guilty. And so yeah. I think it keeps us accountable, you know, having people like that in your life. And I'm not, I'm not saying that in a musical sense anymore, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we live in some pretty unprecedented times. And so we all need help and we all need hope. And uh, I want to try to help as best as I can and point to hope as best as I can and to love and to serve regardless of what people can do for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of my mantra (laughs) these days. So, so how could we, how could they download your album? Oh, um, well, it's on all of the streaming platforms. It's on Spotify. It's on, uh, Apple music, iTunes. It's on TikTok. (laughs) It's on all of it. (laughs) So just, (laughs) yeah, just search. Uh, the band is called of light and shadow. Um, yeah. And, and we're definitely 100% Albuquerque. We're local. Everybody here is local. We recorded it here locally. We, everything's local. And that's, that's another thing that I love. I love local, <clears throat> you know, some of the Me other too. things are, are a Me little too. more convenient. And, but most of the time I'll, I'll go out of my way to go and, uh, and support local. Cause a lot of them are my friends anyways. Um, so yeah, we're, we're all Albuquerque. I feel, I feel that, I feel that a lot of people do that. Do you feel this, that, that people do go out of their way, even if it's, you know, if that means a premium or it's, it's not close, but they, we do try to support local. I think we do a great job of local here. Um, I think I was reading a stat the other day that, so we used to think that like Portland, Oregon was like the craft beer Mecca of the world. Yeah. And we. It's exactly what you think of when you think of craft beer. We have more breweries now than they do. Um, by like six or something. Yeah. Wow. And so how, how are we able to sustain, you know, 50 some odd breweries and 50 some odd tattoo parlors and, and, and all these coffee shops and all these, you know, mom and pop, you know, New Mexican restaurants and all this stuff is because we get it. We, we get local and we love local. And, and that's what makes, that's another thing that makes Albuquerque, uh, one of the greatest cities in the country is uh is that sense of community and and local and uh stuff that you 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 can't get anywhere else but here yeah you can't you won't see it you you won't see this anywhere else so yeah i'm all in julia (laughs) well david thank you so much for joining me on this episode of abq startups don't worry i'm going to share the the heck out of that album we're going to get people uh, listening, sharing it. And um, because, you know, what, like we said, you know, people need yeah. hope. We need these. We need we just need to hear some good stories. And I just appreciate you taking the time, the, this precious time that you have with your family to of chat course. with me. And, and we will we will see you in the Twitter world. Absolutely. OK, David. Thank you have you. a good Thanks evening. And thank you so much. Thank you so much for serving it's our community. My pleasure. My pleasure, 100%. Okay, bye, Bye, David.